Uh, welcome back to Wolf Wolf TV. Uh, here with another episode, episode five. Uh, today we got a special guest, good friend of mine uh, from the JUCO days. We got two-time SWAC All-Conference, SWAC Tournament MVP, two-time SWAC All-Tournament team, top ten all-time in scoring at uh, Perry View A&M in only two years. Uh, Swedish Basketball League All Rookie Team, current pro in Europe. Yes, that's correct. And uh, Kosovo Super League. Kosovo Super, Super League. Currently playing for uh, Rahavechi. Rahavechi. Yeah. Rahavechi. Yeah, yeah. Got uh, Gary Blackston from Baltimore, Maryland. How you been, bro? I ain't talked to you in a minute for real. Nah, it has, it has been a minute, bro. I appreciate you for having me on your show, bro. No problem, bro. I appreciate you coming on. Um, good seeing you, too, bro. Hope the family nah, good. good. Hope you hope everybody real, good. Bro. We really had some good days at Angelina, bro. Sure. Um, but talk to me a little bit about growing up uh, in Baltimore and how you eventually got started playing basketball. So growing up in Baltimore, I mean, it's, you know, typical, you know how it is, like pretty sure same way you grew up, like, you know, just trying to, you know, just do the right things. And there's a lot of distractions, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot, of, you know, it's a lot of stuff yeah. that comes with being in the inner city. So, you know, just like trying to like make my own decisions to be a follower, not a leader, you know what I'm saying? Even though I got friends that might do certain things or whatever, whatever. So, you know, and um. Believe it or not, bro, I actually started off playing football, bro. For real? That was your first sport? That was my first sport, football. Like, my father, he used to coach football, so, like, he put me in football. Like, you know, 5-7 flag football. Like, that's when it started. Like, that's the earliest you could play. So, I really played football. And then um, I actually moved out of Baltimore when I was, like, in middle school. So, I was playing football. Like, I played basketball, but it was never, like, serious. Like, I was just... NFL, like I wanted to go to the NFL. Like I played basketball. You know how it is. We played basketball, football, yeah. baseball. Like we just played what, sports because we. What position you played in football? Um, quarterback, running back, wide receiver. You know when you young, you playing all the all the like, skill bro. positions. You yeah. know all the skill positions, like. But like I said, once I moved, like I moved to uh, Edgewood in middle school, and that's when it was like. It really like the football thing. It was like because I was playing football with all my friends that I grew up with, and once right. I moved, it was like. Hey, I don't really, I don't know that like they already got their football teams and they got these skill positions filled. So that's what I turned to basketball because that's more like an individual, yeah. more of a, more of a you, you know what I'm saying? So that's when, that's when that happened. So around like sixth grade, when I moved, I started taking basketball way more serious. And I just completely stopped playing football, bro. Like I haven't played football like since like 9-11. Like 9-11. Yeah, that's when I stopped playing football, bro, like 11. And then I just been strictly basketball so when you went uh full-time basketball um i'm sure you like even though you wasn't like full-time basketball you still just played basketball like being outside and stuff for uh, sure for sure like ever since ever you, since even when i was playing football like we used to play outside you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the big kids and it was like they would always like see like little spurs you know when you do like good against the big kids like you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, so yeah. It, was always, it was always that love for it, it was always yeah, that for love sure. for it. So you so you um you start off playing basketball, uh, for high school you eventually go to Patterson. Um, that's one of the, well I don't I ain't from Baltimore but if you watch Ball is Life you seeing uh, Quill Car on there on Patterson sure. you pretty much know what high school it is. 
Um, sure. Talk to me about your experience at Patterson. Um, my experience at Patterson it was real good, and it was it was short lived. I actually wish I was there longer because um, my first high school was a county high school, okay. and like um, they they definitely gave me the confidence and the um, freedom to like grow my game because they like the school wasn't as good. Yeah. So I I got a chance to be the guy early, you know, at that school, and it was like that helped my confidence level and all that. So that's when I transferred to Patterson. So now I'm transferring to Patterson, more polished, more more skill, more like my confidence is through the roof. Like so, I transferred it, and like I said, I had big shoes to fill because, like you say, balls like kill car, like all this stuff. And then when I transferred to Patterson, my coach immediately gave me number three, and like he put pressure on me, but it was like. The, the other years at that county school, it just you know what I'm saying. And so I was I was more mentally ready for that. You know what I'm saying. So that's what it was like the bright lights and the camera and all that. It really wasn't affect. It didn't really affect me. So I feel like you know that's why I always like appreciate that first school I went to. But like Patterson definitely put me in a position like to go to Angelina and do yeah, certain yeah. things that like if I would even like if I'd have stayed at job like it was Jobstown High School. If I'd have stayed there. I wouldn't have had certain opportunities that Patterson gave me. It's just more of a basketball school, more like more publicity. Just a just a best better decision for my basketball career. Okay. And so, what was your uh, recruitment like coming out of out of uh, out of Patterson? Um, out of Patterson, I actually had um a lot of uh, interest and a lot of um. I actually had some offers coming from AAU. I played for Harford County Dream Team. I actually had some offers like D two. Like I had some like. Mid, like low, low major D1s, but my grades were my grades weren't the best. That's why I always preach like to little kids, like if you can, like be on top of the grades. So like anybody watching this, like be on top of your grades, cause like that just gives you more chance. Like you want to you want to be in the highest level, like the NBA, NFL. Like if you get grades right, and you can go to a Division One. You know, like if you go to a Division One straight out of high school, like as a freshman at Division One. And just get that strengthening, conditioning, and all that, just that the, the workouts, the eating programs. If you can get all that from a freshman, you're putting yourself in a better position to go higher. For sure. So, you know what I'm saying? But, um, so, like, it, like it was kind of, my recruitment was kind of slow because, like, once everybody seen me, it was, like, the grades. It's like, you don't want your grades bad. It's like, teams don't want to touch you with a 10 feet over. For it's sure, like, for sure. It's, unless you, unless you a five-star, it's like, it's just too much to put up with because, okay, you got to go to JUCO and he got to. We gotta get, you know what I'm saying? We gotta do all this under the table stuff, or we gotta get the SATs, or we gotta pray he passed. Like, so it's just a lot of teams don't want to go with that hassle. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So that's why, and I was happy enough. Patterson got me a chance to go to Angelina, so I was like, I was fortunate enough. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, Angelina like one of the top JUCOs in basketball. Man, that Region 14 conference, bro. A, a lot of people compare compare it to like a, a lower level Division One basketball. Saying that's what I'm saying, and you know we had some. We played against some of the best, like Tony Farmer, like some some, yeah. some people who were supposed to do things, but you know, like life happens, so they had to go this route. But like they went to this conference, like we had some of the top. For you know sure. what I'm saying? Like like this and, is the conference to do it. And that that's what I tell I, I tell a lot of people this when I talk about JUCO basketball, bro. In JUCO sports in general, when you go JUCO, bro, you will see so many people. That's just more talented than probably anybody on any level. It's just like you said, focusing on the grades is what gets you on that path. Um, for sure, for it's sure, different. So, so you said Patterson got you that connection to Angelina. For sure, I knew nothing about Angelina because actually, um, 
one of my brothers, Shakir Brown, he actually played. You might remember him. He actually played before we got there. Shakir Brown, I believe he was on the uh, poster in the uh, locker room. You know that little poster we walked through? He, he might was have been, bro. He was on that poster, though. He had, like, a picture of him and a couple of the older players. He was on that poster, and he actually went to Patterson. Okay. So that's how the pipeline from Patterson to Angelina came about. Okay, okay. That's fire. So talk about now you go to Angelina. Um, how we was talking about it, Region 14 is the best conference in the world for Juco. For sure. For sure. Tell, tell people what the overall Juco experience is like from a living standpoint and from a basketball standpoint. So JUCO, I, I always like talking about the JUCO life because, as you know, it's we didn't see so many people, even our some of our teammates. It's hard to get through that. Like you gotta be a, you gotta be a dog to get through that JUCO lifestyle because you not you not like it's not the best living conditions. You away from family, things might not go your way on the court all the time. The the, the academic help is like. It might not be as strong. Like you really, you on your own with a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and it's like, like I always talk about. Um, I always talk about Shaq. Rest in peace to him. Man, uh, you remember how good he was, bro? And think about it. He was like our eighth man on the. Do you remember how good he was, bro? It's, I I tell. I be telling my brothers. I be telling people I know to this day. It's, it's certain dudes you play in basketball. It's like you really can't figure him out. Shaq is one of them dudes, like, he's Ooh. so crafty with the ball. He athletic. Ooh. He dangerous he can anything on the court, bro. Like, bro, he could – and, like, don't let him let, – don't let his back not be hurting. Like, he yeah, really bro. has bounce, bro. Like, yeah, bro. You know how good he was? Like, rest in peace to him, bro. Like, like that just shows you how deep, how deep of a, like, bro – yeah, bro. bro. Carlos, do you remember like, bro? Carlos, bro, like, and it's Cole, like some people bro. don't get to chance to like showcase their talents to the fullest abilities or make it to the next, bro. Like, Juco, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Region five, region fourteen, bro. Some of the best basketball I've seen played. That helped me. That helped me for Division one for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You playing against you? You play against uh Sam Jack. McClennan, and this was like on a day to day basis. This was yeah, bro. Like Kilgore that Cam Newton went through. Like, this was yeah. every in that region. Region 14, region 5. This was every like um, Panola. Like, we could never beat them, but it was always a tough game. Like, it was bro. Everybody at Lee was at least 6'7 with Tony Farmer, bro. They had. They had what's his name, son from the Orlando Magic. Come on, like they had some dogs. Not bro. to mention the centers, like seven footers, six yeah. ten. Like how do you want it? Like Odessa, like I Odessa, bro. I can keep going with the teams and that. Like you, like you got to be mentally prepared for that route. Like this, not no just like the the local community college around your your name. Like this is big time. Like remember the Jam Reed. Remember the Jam Reed like that's the, big time, bro. Come on now, these is real five star dudes out of high school who just who probably didn't have the grades, and now they in JUCO going dumb, like for sure, bro. I remember oh. one Jam Reed we had, man. We was like fifty coaches in the like, like yeah, fifty coaches. And I remember when we had uh, Bob Huggins in our gym, like, bro, come on, Bob the, Huggins in the in the small gym, the hot the gym, no gym. AC. You're he right. walked in there right. with the West Virginia jacket home, bro. Like, right. like that Juco life. Like, he, he in there. Like, yeah, show me bro. something. It's, it's yeah. crazy, bro. And, and you know, 
And then just to hit on Angelina a little bit more, Angelina, bro, super, super small campus. You got Highway 59 running through the middle of it. You got a gas station and a McDonald's across the street. That's it, bro. Like, That's it. That, that Juco life really is different, bro. Um, That's it. So you went to Angelina, bro. You bought out both years. I think you averaged like 17 points per game both years. Um, so what, what was your recruitment looking like after that second year at Angelina? Um, I think the highest – I had I had a lot of offers. I think the highest school I had was Sam Houston, Lamar, and – New Orleans, University of New Orleans, like mid-major. Yeah, yeah. Mid-major levels. But with PV, it was like the love. Yeah. It was like, it was just a different, like when I went to that visit, it was like, it was just a different, like, okay, like the red carpet layout. You know, like these schools, like they got, they got 10 guards they recruiting. And it's like, I want to go where I'm about to be playing where I can be the most successful, you know what I'm saying? So right. it was just like so it was just like that love like and like that's that's a big step because like you only got two years to make make you know what I'm saying so yes. you gotta really you gotta really um you gotta really like dissect and you gotta really like talk to your family and you gotta make the right decision because because just by going the JUCO route you all you gotta graduate and then it's like you gotta you, you already, you know what I'm saying, behind the eight ball. Because, you know, you only have two years to make the most of it. And it's like, yeah. you know, so. You, you really ain't got no more time to waste at that point, bro. Um, and then, so you go to PV. Uh, historically known HBCU. Uh, talk a little bit about the HBCU life. Like you said, for me, I went to Texas Southern. It's just. The atmosphere is different, bro, and, you know, it just feels good to be on the HBCU campus every day. Um, but talk about PV a little bit. Um, I'm actually – I went HBCU instead of those other schools because it was just that love. Like, like yeah. black is beautiful. Like, it's exactly. black. That, like, it's so beautiful, bro, and it's like people care. Like, people were invested. Like, people wanted me to succeed. Like, I've met a lot of great people, like – I lived in Texas for five years. Like, I met a lot of great people in Texas, like, that I still have connections with to this day. Like, I met you in Texas. I met so many people in Texas that I still communicate with to this day, and it's all love. Like, I could call you anytime. You can call me anytime. Like, it's people I can literally genuinely call and just be like, hey, how are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, we got those connections. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just like, it's just like, it wasn't a lot of, like, fake things going on at PV, and I just, I'm very appreciative of that. I'm very appreciative of that. Yeah, so... Um, go to PV, did, did, they're in the SWAC conference. Um, the two teams that basically run that conference is Texas Southern and PV. Did that play a part in you choosing a school? Because um, I know you probably wanted to play in the NCAA tournament and stuff like that. Um, believe it or not, before I got to PV, your school actually dominated. Yeah. <laughs> Like, That's what made me go there, bro. And I gotta salute Davis. I gotta salute Davis. Yeah. Y'all, y'all school dominated it. Like, I mean, dominated it. Like every year y'all was going to uh, March Madness. Y'all was winning uh y'all was winning the conference and y'all was uh winning the tournament. Like y'all was sweeping it. And it's just like when I went there my junior year, 
I went there more so with the mom mentality, like to kill. Like, okay, my junior year, I led the conference and score, and it was just like, like tasting that. Like, I did all that, leading the league and scoring all this, and I didn't even get first team. I got second team, and then it was like Texas Southern still swept up at the end of the year. So, like, just having that defeat, that defeat, just like it crushed me, bro. Because it's like I worked so hard, and I did. Like, I led the league in scoring. It was like I still, like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, dang, they really just want a winner, and you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter at the end of the day if you don't get the job done. Like, job not done. Like, okay, like, yeah, you led the league in scoring, but like, what? Like, you got put out second round by Texas Southern, so it's just like, yeah, like, yeah. just just taking that with me and just like coming back the next year and just wanting to like really dominate. You know what I'm saying? Like. Whether that's scoring, passing, whatever I had to do, man, like just to um, get the job done. And I think y'all, I think the team before, I think, I think that team with Davis and them, because when I lost, bro, I was crushed, bro. Yeah, yeah. Crushed, bro. Yeah, yeah. It gets serious, bro. Um, was was there like a learning curve from you making that jump from the JUCO level to the D1 level, or did it help that? TV wanted to bring you in as one of the main guys, so it, it helps set that confidence in early. For sure, um, Coach Smith. He uh, when I like on my visit, I ain't gonna lie, I had a great visit, bro, and I was like dominating them guys, like the former players that were on the way out. I was dominating them guys, and he was just like, he just could tell, like he just could tell I had that Baltimore in me. I was different, and then I also got a shout out my assistant coach, Coach Bussey, because he's um. He's actually back-to-back SWAC champions right now at Alcorn State. He was the assistant coach at PB, but now he's the head coach at Alcorn, and he's back-to-back champion. So I always I gotta shout him out, and he was a big part of me getting to uh, PB as well. So I gotta give him I gotta give him his kudos, and um, he, he he put he, he he was on me hard, bro. Like, and he was also from Baltimore, so just that alone, and he knew my cousin, so like he he was he was on me. He wouldn't let me like. He would he would let me have my fun, but he would he would make sure I work as hard as I was having fun. Cause you know PB yeah. is like a party school and all this, but for he sure. was like bro, like don't like the work was there. Like I was putting in that work, bro, to be successful and like bro, like I'm talking like five a.m. workouts. Like we had two a days. Like he made like he was really on me, bro. Like and they yeah. would be like very upset if I missed anything or like you know what I'm saying was like had bad energy or bad attitude like they wanted me to be a leader like they was just they wanted me to be like the ultimate like pro bro they really wanted me they really wanted me to succeed bro yeah yeah they was really trying to bring the best out of you they really did bro and i gotta i gotta shout them out again bro uh i gotta shout them out bro like they really like like, i understand it now being a pro like i know what they were doing like i understand it bro like they was they was just one of the best for me bro that's it and that's, you know, that's really a blessing, man, because the higher you get in sports, it's more about a business. So it's great when you find a coach that genuinely want the best for you. For um, sure, for sure, for sure. I stayed pretty much that junior year at PV, um, get all conference honors, um, or you had second team. So coming into this next year, uh, what's your mindset for your, for your senior year? Um, my mindset for my senior year was like, okay, this is more so I have the ultimate keys. I need to be the leader because when my, when I was a junior, we still had seniors, you know what I'm saying? And those guys were, I wasn't captain and I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm transferring in and it's like, okay, like, like, and then, you know, it's always tension on the team and it's like, yeah, I'm shooting the most shots and this and that. So it was never like, like, it was never like. 
okay, like he's shooting these shots for a reason, or you know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't never no bad blood, but it just you know how it be tension and certain little things going on that like you don't need for the team chemistry to win. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how it be. So um, my senior year, it wasn't. It was necessarily like, okay, now I'm the senior. I done already led, so everybody knows what's going on. It was like roles assigned, you know what I'm saying? So our team, like everybody knew what they were going to do. Everybody knew what they were, what their job was, you know what I'm saying? Coach Smith, and that's Coach, that was Coach Smith. He he, he made sure, like, he, he would bring you in the office one-on-one, like, this is what I need you to do. Like, yeah. like, if you can't do this, like, I don't think this is a good fit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Be completely honest. He was completely honest up front of what he wanted your role to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's a conversation I was having with uh, with one of my boys, Isaiah Pope. go to Utah Tech right now. When you get to that to that D1 level, bro, knowing your role is everything. Your role. Yeah, I know your role. Getting on the court, bro. If they want to rebound, you're going to rebound, bro. Like, because you could be like a great player, and you could be on the floor, and it's like you could do one bad thing, and you're getting subbed out. Yeah. So your your like your your confidence and just certain things you feel robotic. So it's like you're not even playing your game right now. And I've seen that happen to a lot of my teammates who were nice, bro, like talented, bro, like like one of my friends, six eight, can do it all, bro. Like, but it was like he just. Like, like open gym. I mean, he's he done. He can't do nothing with him. Like, 6'8 yeah. can't do nothing with him. But it's just like when you get in that system and you get the role and you get that that, that coach on you, like, it, certain people, it just it just negates their, like, play, bro. So yeah. I didn't I didn't seen from both sides. I didn't seen, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people, like, bro, I'm telling you, bro. It's just like you said, that role. That role is important, man. And so now we in your senior year, man. We're having a good year this year. Um, is the team feeling confident that like this might be the year, like we we finally gonna get it done this year? For sure, we we definitely all had that mindset, and we we, we was under the assumption that if we didn't win, it's a disappointment. Like yeah. last year, like my junior, it was like okay. They were just seventh seed last year, but now we're like third seed. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's an improvement. Okay, boom. So, but then it was like, okay, now these guys, you know, we had Dennis Jones, like we had pieces. So now it's like we all seniors. So it's like, okay, now we the top dogs in the conference. We the we the best backcourt. So it's like, if we don't win it. It was a disappointment. You know what I'm saying? So we definitely um, and we had like one of the like that was one of like the most successful swag seasons. We went 17 and one in conference. Like we we really ran the table. Like in the one game we lost. Me and Dennis fouled out at Texas Southern. Y'all, y'all clipped this for the one loss. But it was like we both fouled out. It was like down to the wire. Like that was the one game we lost. Like down to the wire, regular season game. We both fouled out, and y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all came down to beat us. Like I think it might have been in overtime. So it was like everything had to happen for them, to, for us to lose. Like and we been all in the table. Yeah, yeah. So um. It, y'all, y'all won though. Y'all won the tournament that year to play in the NCAA tournament, right? Yeah, we won the tournament that year. We won the so tournament. You win swag tournament. You win swag MVP. Yeah. How you feeling? I know you feeling. You gotta be feeling like 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 that dude walking around campus right now. And it was like they showed love, like to make you feel like you was that dude too. It wasn't yeah, like yeah. you know what I'm saying, like and like you know um. Houston, like like Texas Southern, where PBS is like Houston. So like, 
you know them games was everywhere in every bar and every sure. every restaurant. So like they were showing love and Houston, like you know that hospitality. So yeah, I'm happy yeah. I just I'm happy I went to PV instead of some of them other like PWIs because like that love, man. That love, like I can go to Houston now, like and still like they like it's that love, bro. It's that love. Yeah. You can't find it, bro. It's nothing like it. Uh, so y'all win that. Y'all going to the NCAA tournament, bro. From my experience, the NCAA tournament is just, it's a whole nother level from just college basketball. Like, at that point, you're getting treated like you in the in the league for them next couple weeks, bro. What was your NCAA tournament experience like? Okay, before I answer that, you went your junior year, right? I went my junior year, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Crazy, y'all put us, bro. I was like, yeah. Out. But yeah, that experience, um, it was a, uh, it was definitely different. It felt like rock stars, cause like yeah. the private jet, just the team. Yeah. You get off the jet, you got the red, you got the carpet, you got the people playing the instruments and the music for you at the hotel. They throwing confetti and yeah. got the welcome signs and you walking up to the hotel you got your name all on the like you know what i'm saying the interviews like you the practices the media like that whole experience like i can only imagine being at a major deep like that like oh, signing autographs like everybody invested in you because you're in the tournament there's only 64 teams that make it like that that was just that was that experience is like no other. Like that, I, that was like the closest thing I felt to being like in the NBA because that was the United States. Yeah, bro. Like overseas, like that was the English. Like Reggie Miller calling the games, like that yeah. was the closest thing to like the, like that right there. Like man, they, they that. tell them they they giving you the gifts. They giving you they giving you the book, letting you choose what shoes you want. They they doing all of that, bro. And For it's, sure. it's crazy experience. For sure. of unlimited. You know they got the Gatorade machines in there, like yeah. billions of Gatorades in there. Like just like that, mm-hmm. that, like that treatment is just different. That treatment is different. Yeah. And then who, who did y'all play that year? Um, who won Player of the Year that year? No, nah, who y'all played that year in the tournament? Uh, we played Farley Dickinson. Farley Dickinson. Yeah, from the NEC. You went, you went off that game too, for sure. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I, I went. I had a great game, man. But we uh, came up a little short, man. Um, I wish we would have won that game because we'd have played Gonzaga next. So that'd have been a great. You know what I'm saying? Just try to make. You never know what can happen in March Madness. You never no, know. Sure, like, you could have knocked them all. They could have been on their worst shooting night. You never know with March Madness. It's only one night. It's not like it's an NBA playoff seven games. You never know, man. So I really wanted to win that. So at the NCAA tournament, with all the teams basically playing in one gym, you know every game gonna be sold out, bro. For sure, that, that atmosphere crazy, bro. And, and it's like you, you just get a burst of energy. You think that went into play against Farley Dickinson as far as you just hooping, like because you just feel the atmosphere from the crowd, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, like. College was way like it was just it was just like because it wasn't for the money it was just it was like for my last name for my school like it was more like so like I was just like gullible to everything like I'm seeing Reggie Miller like I used to play with Reggie Miller on two K NBA five like like this Reggie Miller we talking about you know what I'm saying so I was just gullible to everything like I feel like it was more so like like it was just fun like it was just you know what I'm saying like that was like. Like, that didn't feel like a job or feel like work. Like, that was more, like, just fun, bro. Like, it was, like, just, 
you know what I'm saying? Just go play, bro. And it's like, we don't have no pressure. I felt like we didn't have no pressure. Like, especially yeah. when you're underdogs, it's like, you don't, the pressure's not on you, I feel like. I feel like it's on them to go complete the job. They don't, like, they don't complete the job. Coach might be getting fired. Somebody getting, like, for so sure. I always felt like that. And I just, like, always had a chip on my shoulder and just tried to, you know what I'm saying? Like, motivate my teammates and, like, bring them along and just try to tell them, like, next play and just you know what i'm saying like the nerves like even if you do got nerves that's normal you know what i'm saying like that's you if you don't got nerves like you really don't want to you know what i'm saying like you don't want to do good like you know what i'm saying so heck yeah so um pretty successful senior year of course you didn't finish it the way you wanted to but overall you had a successful two years and just going over all the records you had, you did all of that in two years. What you think your career would have looked like if you had a full four years at PB? Bro, if I had full four years, bro, it'd have been like on some LeBron. Like, <laughs> like I break the records in my junior year. I'm still playing. Like, nah, for, for sure. sure <laughs> like, because I, I got the number one, like, single season scoring. Yeah, you had like, six. I have that. Season. Like, the single season, the most points scored in a single season, I have that record. And I'm, and I'm like my junior year is like three, and my yeah. senior, my junior year is like one, and my senior year is like three. So it's like if I'd have had two more years, bro, I would have torched every record, bro, like every single record, bro, like. And then I also like led my team to rebounds my junior year, bro. I'd have had every record, bro, like I'd have had every record, bro. And that's like no disrespect to any guys that came before me for PB because we had some good we had some good guys just that PB never had team success. Yeah. We had some great guys that came before me at PB, like, you know what I'm saying? Some good guys, you know, that reached out to me, told me, you know what I'm saying, gave me corners and all this, but PB never had team success. That's why I feel like my team, like, my senior year was one of the best teams ever to come through PB, because PB has never had, like, team success like that. 17-1 and just dominate the company. They have never had that, and it's like, and that's hard to do. It's hard to do. Texas Southern, like, that's hard to do. Yeah, it is, bro. That's, that's hard to do on any level in any time. Like, like Texas Southern, they when they recruit, they can bring somebody in the in the, in the office. Look at all these trophies behind. They like Lakers of the sweat. Like, Real deal, bro. Big trophies all in there, bro. Look at all these trophies. Like, look at all these banners. Like, this, like so, you know, like you know, it's hard. To, like, yeah, PB got the facilities and certain little things, but. You want to be in that March Madness tournament. Like you, you, you bring a recruited like PV. You go to big PV. It's like two trophies in there. Like ah, okay, okay. Like ah, like y'all ain't going every year. Like Texas Southern goes basically every year. Even went last year. Yeah, they they had it. They they good at um. They good at getting all the bounce back players, like high major bounce backs. Texas good for scooping them up and bringing them in real quick. That's what I'm bro. saying. And then they even got didn't y'all get uh Shaquille O'Neal son, I believe? Yeah, they got Shaquille O'Neal son. Like um, that's publicity and that's just like that's Yeah, yeah, bro. They, that's they bringing attention real. to your school. For sure. Um and then so you end the senior season on a pretty high note. Um played in the NCAA tournament, didn't go as far as you want. Now you go on to play um, the Swedish League for the Coping Stars. How was that? Uh, how was your rookie year over there? Um, I feel like I couldn't have went to a better team for my rookie year because they were also um, a mid-tier, bottom-tier league team in their league. They never really had team success. And um, I know for a fact if COVID would have never happened, 
I would have won a championship my rookie year in that league. For they, sure. They, they stopped y'all from playing when COVID hit? They stopped us from playing. My rookie year got stopped because of COVID. Okay. My rookie year got stopped. But I did. But don't get me wrong. I went out there in August and I got to I got to like March. I got to like March of the season and the playoffs was April. And then cut right before playoffs. Yeah. But um like we had so much success with that team, like success that they never even like reached before. I believe we were like second seed, maybe one game behind first, and like we didn't beat the first team. Like we we were like we was poised to definitely uh take it all away, but COVID happened unfortunately, and then it just. How much different was was playing basketball overseas compared to playing basketball here back home in the states? Um, different different game style, different speed, or. I think the speed was slower. I, we're, we're way we're way faster and way athletic, but they think more like here. It's like yeah. it's like more here with them, like Ricky Rubio. Like it's just more like they, they like, down there playing chess, bro. Like it's all skill. yeah. It's more chess. Like it's not like you know what I'm saying because it's like like they'll have like unathletic people, but they'll be like skill like yeah like louis scholars and like just skill yeah. you know what i'm saying and like a lot of experienced players like i've seen and veterans like like skill like show the ball jab like just certain little things like they like their games be like if you look at like Jokic and Doncic, that's what you yeah, said like he's full of skill bro like bro it's like <laughs> like because Jokic, he don't he don't have the best body but it's all skill with him it's all skill with him. It's all skill. Yeah. Um, so y'all still had a you still had a good year over there. But was that an adjustment that had to be made, or you still just walked over there like I'm still gonna do my thing? I don't care what's going on. It was adjustment a little bit, but um, I actually uh had Jeremy Combs who went to your school. He actually was yeah. a rookie there with me. Yep. Yep. So that comfortability of having somebody who I played against in college multiple times, and we played in the uh, big three, uh, the uh, three on three ESPN, like the ESPN thing. Uh, we played in that together. Was how was how was the three on three tournament for college? That was a, that was a vibe because that was like more that was like the first professional y'all can win money type thing. Like y'all can yeah. get paid. Y'all won it too, right? No, nah, we didn't win it, but we uh we uh. We competed. We competed. We competed. Like I believe, I forgot what conferences we played, but we competed though, and it was a good experience. Um, a lot of exposure, a lot of media, a lot, a lot of a lot of good things for a lot of players. A lot of agents around. Just a lot of good, a good opportunities. It was a lot of good opportunities and networking. That was more of a networking opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So, but that was definitely good. But like I said, um, so just having a comfortability of playing with somebody I know, I know his game. Like you know, we used to go up scouting for. I, I just know of his game, and like yeah. he was the guy for Texas Southern, I was the guy for PB. So it was like putting us together as rookies on a on a professional team. Now it was just like, oh, ain't, ain't nothing really changed. We really be doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So was, um, and it helped that you was a guard, he was a big, so it's probably he was a big. And then we also had CJ Jackson from Ohio State. So Ohio was, State, yep. We had a solid little team, you know what I'm saying? So we was we was all three rookies, but it was like we we didn't have we didn't have that rookie mentality. Like we came in there, we was it was go time. Like we was yeah. we wasn't taking nothing from no team. We didn't care. Like you know, it's not like we know any of you teams or know the histories and know the players. Like it was just like you know another day. Like just like playing basketball, you know. For sure.
Um, did you ever get homesick at all, being so far away from everybody you know, basically? I actually did get homesick a lot because it was just so cold, bro. Yeah. It's like, like overseas, like, you got to, like, there's a lot of stuff that come with it, you know what I'm saying? But, like, a lot of people are, like, die to be in my shoes, but they don't really know, like, what come with it, man. It's like, it's, it's a lot that come with it, man. It's a Ooh, lot. Bro. Like, I was freezing sometimes. Like, it just be so cold, like, negative, like, in the winter. Like, a, a winter in Sweden, bro, it's so cold, bro. It's when so it cold. Snowing. It snows. Yeah. It be snow on the ground. Be it be so cold, bro. It be so cold. And then the gym be cold. Like, it, bro, it's a lot of things. There's a lot of factors, bro, that you got to overcome. And then on, on top of that is it's like you're not in college no more. So it's no more, okay, like your day not planned out. You're not going to class, 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 practice. Maybe you got to study hall or something. It's like a lot of got, free time. Like basketball practice, and you're supposed to figure out how you going to navigate the rest of your day, bro. A lot like, of free time, bro. A lot of free time. So, and then it's like they speak English that? a little bit, but the language barrier is not a hundred. Like it's not just I can walk everywhere and everybody knows exactly what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So, so how how was you communicating with them? Were you just like um, just trying a your lot best? Sometimes I would go Google Translate. Yeah, I would go Google Translate and like <laughs> switch it to Sweden, and they would like get it. Like once I pull that up, and like they be like, oh, like they under like you know what I'm saying. So that I would have that. That was my go to. That was my nah, for sure. Going in, uh, that's what I used to do in Macedonia, bro. Walk into any of the stores, just show them the phone, bro. And they gonna get it right away. How was um, that out there? Macedonia, bro. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was an experience, bro. It, it was cool. Like, don't get me wrong, the people was cool. Um, and you know, they, they not. They still more sociable. They don't. They don't. They okay. not advanced with like all the technology and all that. So okay, it's people. The streets is full of people, bro. It, it could be two a.m. and literally everybody's still outside, just walking around, do what they do. Like they don't have a crime rate. So the, the people was real cool. Um, from the bas from a basketball standpoint, I was in one of the lower levels. Okay, still some good dudes, but overseas is hard because. Me, bro, I ain't have no agent or nothing, so I'm just really being the teams. By the time I get to the team, we already got, like, like four or five foreign players, and, you know, two can only be on the court at the same time, so. Yeah, yeah, just, that's how it was, yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Um, so you played that year in Sweden. That's the year you won, made the all-rookie team, right? Yeah, and then COVID happened. Then COVID hit, um. So what was it like as far as when that season is over and, and you go home, do you have teams already contacting you or is it just like a waiting game for a little bit? Um, Believe it or not, it was like kind of slow and I didn't really understand why. I really didn't understand because I had a great year. Oh, I mean, I mentioned then COVID happened and it was like, I don't know what happened with the market, but the market just like, the market just got all messed up when COVID hit. Like the market yeah. just, it like, it just like the market was just screwed when COVID hit. So I was home for a little minute. I was kind of home for a little minute. And that, and that get, um, you know, that take a toll on you. You know what I'm saying? Like when you've been hooping the whole time. And then like, it's like, dang, like I'm depending on, like I'm depending on my agent to find me something. Like I don't know any overseas coaches. For sure. I don't have any overseas coaches numbers, no GM numbers. So. I'm just depending on my agent to find me something. And it's like COVID hit, and it's just like, 
I don't know what what the, you know what I'm saying. So that was a that took a that was that was kind of like that was kind of like a little depressing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was like you don't know where your next opportunity coming. It's COVID, then it's like then it's like you know they don't know if they're gonna have a season. They don't know if the season's gonna be started later. They don't know if they're gonna have fans. So that's less money and this and that. So it's like so many other factors, and it was just like I was home, and then when the season started, the season started like August. I was still home, so it's just like that get discouraging, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that definitely took a toll on me, man. That that took a toll on me, man. So you're playing that waiting game. Um, now you're back in the Kosovo League. How, how how's everything over there in Kosovo or in Europe? I guess. Um, everything's going good. Um, this is actually my second time being in this league. I actually played for. Pristina in this league too, which is the capital of Kosovo. So this is my second time. So, I mean, I pretty much knew what to expect. You know what I'm saying? I pretty much, really, nothing's a curveball to me at this point. But um, you know, I'm just making the most of it because I actually came out here. Um, I transferred here late in the season, so it wasn't like I was here the whole time. So it was more of a just not be sitting out for another, have another sitting out of year, and just get get film, just get on the court and just, you know, like not be sitting out another year, you know what I'm saying? Just get back out there, show the teams I can still play, show the teams I can still do these things, because it's like, you can't keep showing the film from your rookie year or, you know what I'm saying, like a couple games you played in Pristina, so it's like I just had to come get some more films, more, you know what I'm saying, just get back over across the water. Thank you. Um, So, Playing uh, Kosovo League is this was this was this a, a better league than the the Swedish league? Um, I actually don't know, bro. Like, I'm still trying to figure out. Like, I know it's Euro League. I know the top leagues, right? But like, once you start getting yeah. like to the mid low leagues, the tiers, like, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know if Sweden is better than Kosovo. I don't know if Kosovo is better than Denmark. It, I feel like it all depends on the team's budget. Yeah. I think, like, like, because the way it works now is, like, a team just going to want to – they going to want to spend money to win a championship. So, it's, like, I feel like it's based on the team. Because, like, you could be, like – like, if a low-tier team tell a player they want to give them 7500 a month or 10000 a month, like, that's a – like, okay, I'm taking that. I don't care what league it's in. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. why would I not? T- and then, okay, like, I can get five thousand or six thousand at this club. Like, so it's like, it's like I think it's the budgets. Yeah. Like the more That's the team the budget is, the better players they have in that league. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So you're saying you know, like, it, it's not necessary to necessarily the league. It's like. If, a, if, a, if teams in this league can afford people, then the best players right. will end up in the league. Right. So yeah. so you can have a, a top guy in, like, a lower league because he's getting the most money because that team is going all out to win the championship. Nah, for real. We had a dude that played in the league, and I'm, I'm thinking, like, why is he in this league? Like, this, I know That's this what I'm saying. League. We got people in this league. In my league right now, we, I just had a game against Trepka. They got former NBA guys, G League. Like, they got former, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, like, so they're saying the team has a million-dollar budget. That's what they, like, my teammates say, my local, they say they got a million-dollar budget. So it's like, they can bring who they want to bring. Like, you know what I'm saying? They can, they can. So 
I feel like it's like all based on the budget. Like, okay, if this league is bringing in, like, let's say Denmark got a, like, like they got a, they in the Euro Cup. They got a couple teams in Euro Cup. They've been doing TV sponsorships and, and the money up there. Like, I feel like it's based off of that now. Like, once you get under like the Euro Leagues and Euro Cup, and like once you under like those top leagues, like, yeah. I feel like it's based off team budget. That's a fact. Um, what advice would you give to a young Cooper that may that may be taking that JUCO route or feel like they're being under, under recruited out of high school? I just tell them, um, I tell all the people that go JUCO, man, you just gotta be mentally tough. Everything not gonna go your way. Like it's been stuff that ain't go my way. It's been stuff that ain't go your way. Like everything not gonna go your way in JUCO. Like in JUCO, like that is like you're betting on yourself. For sure. Like, it's like you already, like, going, like, you got to – this is a plan B route. So, it's like, okay, the coach, they only going to put up with so much or, like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you all – it's like you said, last chance shoot. You already on your second chance. So, it's like, you go ahead to fight the bullet some things if you want to chase your dream and you want to make it to – you're going to have to bite the bullet and, like, sacrifice certain things like being with your family or, like, like we. You from, you from Cali, I'm from Baltimore. We, 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 just because we wanted to go play in the top league and showcase our talent to get to the best competition. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't want to we didn't want to play mediocre talent and then they like, oh, man, you ain't really play nobody, this and that. Like, we wanted to play the best talent. So, it's like, sometimes with that Juco bro. You gotta battle on yourself. And you gotta really be focused. Like you gotta take the grade serious. Cause like you gotta really like like that ain't that ain't that ain't for everyone. I gotta be honest. That ain't for everyone. It ain't, bro. It's, it's easy for somebody to get lost in that. It's easy to get lost in the sauce in JUCO. It's so easy. It's crazy, and a lot of people take it as like, oh, I'm going JUCO. Easy to be the best person here, bro. We were saying earlier, it's really some dogs over there. Um, I think that's all I got for you today, man. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Again, I appreciate you coming on, bro. Hope you keep killing it in the Dakota League. What you said, Brody? I said, I uh, appreciate you coming on. Hope you keep killing it overseas, bro. Bro, anytime, bro. You know you know what's up, bro. Anytime, bro. Happy that you had me on, bro. Good seeing you, bro. Hope the family good. You know Same. we're going to be in touch for sure. For sure, bro. I'm going to tap in with you. Um, go ahead. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. Appreciate you again. No problem, bro. All right.